Welcome back to We Watch, We Collect podcast presented by Believe Podcast Network, episode number 17. Yes, this should be number 17. Um, this, this, uh, this episode is going to be really mostly hobby related, you know, pertaining to the hobby side of baseball, you know, card collecting, uh, memorabilia collecting, and, you know, etc. I'll all that stuff. Let's, let's like that. But, um, this episode, we're going to focus on, you know, the hobby collecting side of it all. Uh, because there's actually, there's quite a bit to talk about. I mean, just to go over a little bit of a list I got here, we've got tops, the new 2022 tops definitive, um, product recently came out and there's already chaos going on with it. Not controversy because controversy usually involves whether it's true or not true. And but what what happened with this card is definitely, you know, true. Uh so we're going to talk about that. Go into detail cuz Tops did put out a statement about it, so I have that, so we'll read that, we'll get into it. Um I'm going to go over, you know, the other new product that Tops came out with, uh the Tops Chrome Platinum Anniversary bringing back the old 1952 design and for most people that don't know the big card from back from 1952 is tops mickey mantle probably the most iconic baseball card or if not the most iconic sports card out there i mean which card is more iconic i don't know the I don't know. Who knows? But uh, yeah, we'll take a look at that because it is a short print recreation of that card. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at it and we'll see if we can find some odds to actually hitting that card. Because I mean, I've seen a picture of it and it's beautiful. Really beautiful card. Uh, I, I'm going to get into a little bit of, you know, like what could happen when a player is not playing in the league right now and their prices of cards, how drastically they can change and comparing him to a player who is playing in the league right now, who is potentially the American league MVP winner, but for sure the front runner and his prices of cards going way up right now. So, I'm going to get into those two players. Uh, maybe just by saying that, you might guess who they are. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna talk about a little bit about uh, Stadium Club. My, my personal uh, all-time favorite product, no matter what company, whether it's Tops or Panini, uh, it's my all-time favorite product. It's the product that's the card is a full photo of the player and just the photo, the photographs in this product is just phenomenal. So, uh, I'm gonna get a little bit into that because you know, it supposedly it's supposed to be released, but I'm, I'm sitting here without a box and I'm, and I'm like, what the hell, what's going on? So we'll get into that. And then, you know, just, uh, talk a little bit about the product, you know, uh, little details about it. Maybe get other people interested in it. Cause it's my personal favorite. I do. I collect it every single year. I have uh, multiple sets uh, completed of it, and one of them that's not complete. 
I don't have the 2021 set complete yet, but I will. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk about that product a little bit. Um, but I mean, for starters, I mean, I, I posted the pictures on We Watch, We Collect Instagram page. So go take a look at that. But the, and this is coming from via Twitter. Um, there was, I guess, a fan... No, not a fan. A, a collector who opened a box of 2022 Topps Definitive Baseball. Now, to add a little, to add a little context about this, maybe some people might not know, but Topps Definitive is a very, very expensive product. I mean, for I mean, for a Topps Definitive box. I mean, and it's one box, um, and it's very very expensive it could be i right now it's showing that it's about twenty four hundred dollars for a box and it's it, it one box and then it yeah it's about twenty four hundred dollars a box so it's a very expensive product one of the more higher end products of that tops does released aside from you know diamond kings and you know other little products like that it's up there. It's it's very up there as being one of the the top products out there that is, you know, is very high end and you know is very expensive. Twenty four hundred twenty four hundred dollars a box. And it's one of those products where it's like, well, obviously you don't know what you're gonna get, but I mean it it, it could be very expensive. Just so just to add a little bit of context about it. Um but you do, it's um, each box guarantees six autographs or autograph relic cards and two relic cards. So you'll get six autographs and two relic cards. So, and th- that's in one box. And uh, every card is numbered to 50 or less. That means, you know, when you pull a card, it's out of 50. There's only 50 of those made. And, you know, they, they but they number even lower. There's some out of 25. There's some out of 10. And there's some one of ones in there, you know, the only one in the world. If you pull that, great. Um, but I mean, that's all a little bit of context, you know. Tops Definitive usually has like really sick patch cards, you know, of like the logos from uh, the team that the player is represented. I mean, but they're like the heart of the logo. I mean, like for instance, if it's a Red Sox logo, it's like the middle of the Sox logo, or if it's, um, you know, like, for example, maybe the Oakland A's patch card, it's like the dead center of that elephant or the or the whole damn A all in one card. They, they just have great patches on it. It's 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 amazing. You know, there's some maybe not so great ones, but I mean, it, it is full of some badass shit. And, you know, a lot of, no, 100% of Topps Definitive is on card. So, I mean, it without a doubt, it's an amazing product. I personally don't have any cards from Topps Definitive because even though the product is about $2,400 a box, those cards, kind of no matter who the player is, they can still go for a couple of hundred because of just... Because of the product that it is, it's Topps Definitive. It's a very high-end card, very nice, and you know they, they the prices will go up. 
um, you know, compared to a quote unquote lower end product of tops. But I mean, the prices will still go up no matter what. So that's that's adding a little context to it, to the product uh, case in point to what we're talking about for this particular story. So going back to the story, um, a fan had pulled a 2022 Topps Definitive dual autograph. That means that card's got two autographs on it of two different players of a Tampa Bay Rays players of Austin Meadows and Randy Rosarena. And if you just see this card again, go to go to we watch we collect on Instagram. Take a look at the, the post and the photo. You can tell that th- these autographs just do not look right. They do not look right. They look like if someone was literally trying to forge their autograph. A hundred percent. So they pull the card. Again, this is this is also a dual autograph and dual patch. So, you know, they got patches of jerseys in there. And looking at the card, Austin Meadows is actually just written, you know, kind of in cursive, Austin Meadows. And Randy Rosarena is also written kind of in cursive, a little sloppy, Randy Rosarena. And if you look at their other products and or not even their products, just other autographs that they sign on anything and compare them to this to the autographs on this particular card. And and just a quick note, the card is one out of thirty five. Um, all their other autographs from other cards or other things that they signed do not match zero percent match in their autographs from other products to this particular card. Now, this is one of 35. We do not know what the other 34 cards look like until they get pulled. But you can tell that whoever was handling this card or whatever reasoning it happened, like who even knows what was going on, whether this happened in-house at Tops, or they sent to the wrong person, or or I don't know, someone was lazy and just said like, hey, sign these two autographs real quick just so we can put this product out because we got to close this box and ship it. Who knows? Like it, it's, it's anybody's guess at this point. But without a doubt, the autographs do not match, 0% match to what their actual autograph is. So understandably, the person who pulled this card contacted Tops directly and posted it on socials and it went viral in the hobby community, especially in the baseball community, because it is very, 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 very rare that this would ever happen. And then and to top it all off, it's two different players on one card. You know, maybe you can say like kind of understand like, oh, maybe someone else forged it for one player, but it's two different players. And it honestly, like if you were to look at the autographs, like they look like they were signed by the same exact person. When in reality, when these cards get shipped out to players to get signed, they'll send, you know, like, like half of them to Austin Meadows, the other half to Randy Rosarena and then vice versa. Like, okay, I signed my half, ship them to him. And now they, he signs his half. So 
But that doesn't look like the case here. This looks like it was completely signed by one person. And again, like we don't know what the other 34 cards look like. I'd be very curious to see what they look like. Maybe they just signed the first one. It is one of 35. Maybe the other 34 are signed by them. And they maybe they missed one. And they're like, I don't know. Maybe they, they're there in the production room. They didn't want to get fired. And they didn't want to send out an, uh, a blank card. So they signed it themselves, put it in the box, shipped it, done. And they don't want to get fired. And again, who knows, like any story that someone can make up might actually be the reasoning of all this happening. It's just so rare and it's so crazy. So understandably, the fan was a little upset. I mean, I personally would be upset. I mean, not not because of, you know, it's I'm a Rays fan or if it's these particular players. Uh, but I mean, it's just the principle. I mean, you pay a certain amount of money in this case $2,400 for this box you're expecting the cards that come out of there you know to be not flawless but you know what like you know give me what I paid for you know like no dings on the card no 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 flaws no like nothing wrong with the cards virtually or not, not virtually, just physically, nothing wrong with the cards. I'm paying $2,400 for this box. I'm expecting them to come out, you know, really, really nice. And, you know, and then for one to come out like this with these autographs that do not match, that look like they were signed by the same person for a product that's $2,400, a single box, of course a fan's going to be upset regardless of who it is or the team it's just the principle it's it's not going to be like oh well they're they're not your players they're not your team you shouldn't be upset about it no like that's not the point the point is that this particular person paid this much for a box and they got basically not scam but just like like tricked like haha that that's not that's not them tough luck and there's like really no like like who do who like who well who who the hell am I supposed to call or something like that? Like you call tops and you tell them like what happened. And of course you can't say like like oh like this card came like this and they can't say no nah, well you altered it and let's say it was a blank card, then that adds even more. It's like, well for one, let's say I did sign these myself, you you sent me a blank card. But either way I can understand why this particular person that pulled this card would be upset because I would personally be upset as well. And um, added, added to a little bit, I mean, Austin Meadows and Randy Rosarena, you know, they're not high-end guys in the hobby. So it's not saying like, oh, well, that card's only worth like 200 bucks anyways. Like, so what do you care? Again, it goes back to the principal thing. And I mean, but... I mean, just imagine, like, what if it was a, a Shohei Otani and Mike Trout dual autograph card and it's not signed by them? How upset would that fan be? Because without a doubt, they would make their $2,400 back if it was signed by them two guys, especially a low-numbered, high-end product like this. You you would probably get triple your money back, especially with, with those two guys doing what they're doing now. But, I mean... Going back to the card, it's 
it's not their autographs. Um, you compare it to their other autographs that they had. Randy Orozarena has a very distinct autograph where it, it looks like it's scribbled and he has like draws like a little face on his card and he has a line under it and he'll put his number right under it. The autograph on the card, not like that. It's straight up scribbled and like someone was cursive and it looks like they were really shaky with the pen and very, very nervous because it, it the letters don't look like smooth. They look very shaky, very, very shaky. So whoever did this was very nervous and, and the letters don't even look like letters that are cursive. Like it's, it's so crazy. It's, and I don't know. It just blows my mind that this just happened and it has happened uh, a couple of days ago and it, it just blows my mind. So going back to tops, tops did release a statement on Twitter um, they said, uh, I may end up reading the whole thing. So, dear Tops fans, Tops has been made aware of the questions regarding the authenticity of the 2022 Tops Definitive Baseball Dual Autograph of Austin Meadows and Randy Rosarena, and we believe the autographs are not of the players pictured. No shit. While these types of issues are ex- ex- exceedingly rare, we take this extremely seriously and will work with customers holding this card to make the situation right. Now, it goes back to, well, what do the other 34 cards look like? But anyway, back to the statement. To that end, each and every customer that has received this card will be sent a full replacement box of 2022 Tops Definitive Baseball and a replacement card or a card of equal value. So you know what? I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, not only did I spend $2,400 for this box and I got this, you know, disgrace of a card, but they're going to replace that box for me. So I get to keep the other cards that come out of it and I get a brand new one plus a replacement for this card. And like I said before about the price, you know, it's not an expensive card, but you know what? They're going to replace it with equal, uh, with of equal value. So, I mean, that's a fair statement. That's that's a good trade-off. I mean, I, I guess going back to, you know, if it was Trout or Tani, I would rather have that one than a replacement box, to be honest. But, I mean, in this case, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Like, Tops is doing this, so don't complain. Um, and he continues saying, we are asking any customer with the question, please contact Tops customer service at support at tops.com. Please use subject line, uh, blah, blah, blah. We are confident that this is an isolated incident limited to less than 50 cards and resulted from adjustments made to our autograph uh, procedure procedure process as a result of COVID protocols. We are further strengthening our procurement and QC processes to avoid these situations altogether going forward. Both Fanatics and Tops care deeply about our customers and will continue to prioritize the fan experience. Sincerely, Tops and Fanatics. So, I mean, it's a fair statement. It's like, okay, like, we basically they're saying we fucked up and we're going to replace that box and replace that card of equal value. And this might have happened during COVID protocols and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, at least they're taking full accountability and, you know, and doing somewhat a little bit more than what the right thing would be. The right thing would be, it would probably just be send it in, we'll replace it. But no, they're going to send, sent a full replacement box of 2022 tops, definitive baseball 
and a replacement card or a card of equal value. So in the end, it's a fair statement. It's a fair trade off, you know, um, but I, I still feel sorry for the fans who do pull the other 34 cards and they are like that sucks, sucks for them. But I mean, you're going to get a full replacement box out of it and you're going and also you're going to get a card replaced or of equal value. Now, here's the funny side of it. Now that this card is out there and so far, this is the first one that's been pulled. Does the value of this card go up from if it was signed by the original, you know, Randy Rosarena and Austin Meadows, let's say if it was a $200, $250 card now because of the error on it and, you know, the story behind it, does the card go up in price? And if there's 34 more of these, does this make them more sought after because of the stories that they're all attached together now? And does this make this product more sought after because they want to pull one of those error cards from these guys? The hobby game is very strange. You know, throw in a story attached to a particular card, whether it has an autograph or not. And, you know, collectors are will go after them. That's what collectors do. They collect, you know, everything, whether an error card or, you know, a one of one autograph. They they'll collect everything. And because this card has a particular story attached to it to where it's like like this card wasn't even signed by these guys and happened to be a you know a like a freak like let me sign this card and put this out there and there's 34 more out of them out there. This card might be that much more valuable because that's just how the hobby game works. I mean, there's plenty of cards out there that are, you know, that have certain little things about them that, you know, that make the card, I wouldn't say extremely valuable, but, you know, that just make it that much more either, you know, uh, it, it in a certain way, like the look of the card, just more valuable. And, you know, like, one uh, uh, one car that's you know that's has that uh, that look where you know it's not a really expensive card, but people will collect it because of what is on it. It's from 1980, and it's the Bill Ripken, the uh, legendary Fleer baseball card, and it there's a story behind it and. My boss had told me about it. Um, it's a Bill Ripken. He is holding his bat and he's holding it on his right shoulder, you know, posing for a photo. And, you know, this was probably taken really quick, like, like just like on the spot. And he used he, the photo. Fo- the bat in the photo was only used during batting practice. So they must have grabbed him during batting practice and said, hey, let us take a photo for, you know, these baseball cards really quick. And he's like, all right. It so happened that the bottom of the bat, the bat knob says fuck face on it. And that photo was printed on the card and it you can clearly read it. You know, he's holding the bat on his shoulder and it says fuck face on it. 
So it's the fuckface card. Again, it's just those little things that just make it that much more collectible. Like, like there's no autograph on it. It's like not low numbered or nothing. It's back in the 1980s. But because it's so funny and it says fuckface on it and it's Bill Ripken, it just makes it that much more, you know, collectible and valuable. You know, when it comes to value, it all depends on, you know, why someone may, may think it's valuable. You know, like maybe, I don't know, maybe Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Rays fans that collect baseball cards might go after this card. It may not be the autographs of those players that they watch, but hey, it's got a funny story to it. And, you know, it had like a freak accident. I want one of them just so I can have one. And, you know, like, I don't know, maybe collect two of them. But, you know, that's just that's just one of the things when it comes to collecting and in cars that any little thing that goes on in a card just it it just makes it that much more valuable granted this is kind of a little bit different you know from an 80s card that was you know that wasn't worth that much to a $2400 box of course i could see the difference but still it it goes back to just you know it makes it that much more valuable that much more sought after because it adds a story to it you know Maybe years later, years to come, 15, 10 years from now, they're like, like, who the hell are these autographs on here? They don't look right. Like, oh, shit, let me tell you the story. Like, back in 2022 when this product came out and blah, 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 you're telling a story. That's the point of collecting. Like, you collect things and, you know, some things have a story to it. Like, and, you know, it that just comes with the fun of the hobby. And that I, that's one of the things I love about this hobby. So there's a story almost with every card. And, you know, me personally, I'd love to hear those stories. Like, I would love to hear those stories. And, you know, this one is is particularly funny and a little bit serious. But Tops did put out a statement. They're going to do right by it. So, you know what? Good for them. But it adds a story. It adds it adds a character to that particular card. I mean, I mean it's a, it's a crazy story. Like it's, it's crazy. Like I know a lot of collectors and fans out there will be like, wow, I can't believe tops would do that. Their quality control sucks or whatever. Yeah. Like they had a slip up. It might've been through COVID protocols. Like they don't know. We don't know. And you know what? We'll probably never know. But what we do know is the two autographs on this card are not authentic. They're not signed by the players, but it was put out in a product that's worth $2,400 a box. And that particular card might jump in price. So that's the story on that. It's just a crazy story. And, you know, and they're right. It, it exceedingly rare that this happens. And it probably will never happen. Tops is, might have to, you know, double, triple up their quality control just to make sure this doesn't ever happen again. But you know what? Uh, enough on that. Uh, let's get into also another Tops product, uh, the new Tops Chrome Platinum Anniversary, and it is the anniversary of the 1952 uh, Tops design. Of course, that year is iconic for holding the 1952 Tops Mickey Mantle card, which it is. 
in my opinion, the most iconic sports card out there. Maybe the most iconic baseball card out there, aside from, you know, maybe the Honus Wagner. Or is is it the Honus Wagner? It might be, but I'm I'm not completely sure. But um yes, it is the Honus Wagner. The T uh the T two oh six. Yes, the one that's worth six point six million dollars. And then, you know, Mickey Mantle is right under it, you know. Uh, Mickey Mantle PSA nine grade is sold for five point two million, so it might be number two, but I don't know. Just the look of the tops fifty two Mickey Mantle is so iconic, such a nice design, and Tops brought it back for the anniversary, and um, it's it's loaded, you know, with modern players, even some old school guys. It's again, it's Tops Chrome. It's got refractors, very shiny cards, you know, that makes us as collectors go gaga for them because they're so damn shiny. They've got colors in them. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it. It's just nice to have them, you know, like our modern players on that design for, you know, 70 years. I, I think it's 70 years. Yeah, 70 years. And, you know, it's just it's just awesome that they're doing this. And, you know. Uh, there's some mixed reviews about this product. It's only uh, has one autograph on it, but you know what? In my opinion, it's one of those uh, it's one of those products where if I get a box, I'm not really after the autograph that's in it. Of course, I'll appreciate a nice one of a of a great player, but I feel like this is the product that you go after just based on the look, like the look of the card, the the refractor that's so damn shiny, and the colors, like the color matches and stuff and I know I talked about it in one of my recent episodes I went over different phrases and lingos and hobbies like if you haven't listened to that episode go watch it I mean it's a great one but I mean the color match like if you get a Mike Trout card and the color is a red number to five that just looks so much better because it's matching it's matching his jersey it's matching the color of the logo like all that stuff so uh Again, that's also included in this product is a 1952, again, Topps Mickey Mantle. It's a short print recreation of the old, authentic 1952 card. And what I I try to look for online, but I couldn't find it, was the odds to uh, getting one. Which, you know, it'd be like one in like 5,000 packs or one in 10,000 packs. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? It could be more. I mean, maybe this card is just that rare and it's a short print. So, um, I mean, even if, even though it is a short print, people might think, oh, on the back of it, it might be numbered like to 10. That's not always the case. A short print can, can be without a number. So if this, if they're saying this is a short print, I believe them. It's a very short print. So there might be, I don't know, a print run of nine, but we don't know that they, they don't put the serial number on the back of the card or the print run can be three. Like, I mean, who knows? I mean, I haven't really looked, um, I, well, I did look around to see what the odds were, but I, I couldn't really find anything, but, um, one of them has been pulled. I, I saw a photo of it and a little short video of it and damn, it is such a nice card. I mean, that has to be a car that, you know, like if there's a, a Yankee collector out there that has a Topps 1952 Mickey Mantle card, 
and then have one of these right next to it, like on the mantle, you know, in front next to all their other Yankee memorabilia. I mean, that would that would be something that would look so badass. And I'm a bit advocate for, you know, for showcasing like your stuff, because in my room, I've got cards on display. I've got memorabilia on display. I have baseballs on display. I have baseball bats on display. I mean, I like to display my shit. So it would be a good display to have this card from a seventh and 70th anniversary. And then like that, that person's actual 1952 tops Mickey Mantle card. I don't know. That just, that would just look badass to me. If anybody has that, I'd love to see a picture of it. That would look so sick. Um, I mean, that's, that's the most I got from, uh, the tops anniversary. Again, it's tops Chrome. It's going to be, it's going to have some super factors. You know, everyone, everyone loves a super factor. I haven't personally pulled a tops super factor yet. Uh, maybe one day I will. I hope so, but, uh, I haven't pulled one yet, but they're in there. So hopefully you guys can pull one of those. Good luck. But I mean, that's, that's the tops, uh, Chrome Platinum Anniversary about it. So it's a great box. It's a red box. Yeah, it's got um, one autograph guaranteed. And all the cards are chrome. You can't go wrong with that. All the cards are chrome. It's going to have some nice colors. It's going to have some nice different, you know, foil action on the parallels. It's just, they're just going to look beautiful. And there's going to be some autographs in there. So, I mean, go get a box. I mean, they're nice. I, I might get one later on. I might get one. But moving on to uh, a little thing that I did a little bit of research on. And it's going to come to, you know, that a particular player is not playing in the league right now. And, you know, to follow suit, their, you know, Bowman rookie cards are, are steady, steadily declining. And there's a player that is playing that is the front runner for the American League MVP votes and his prices are drastically raising and those two players in mind if you haven't guessed them the first one is Fernando Tatis Jr. and the second one is Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees this podcast is very Yankee heavy oh it's gross anyway but the Fernando Tatis uh, I did a little bit of research. Um, his Bowman Chrome, his first Bowman is from 2016, and he's in the White Sox uniform. Uh, White Sox, I don't know why they traded him. I, I don't know. That's just crazy to me. But it's his 2016 Bowman Chrome, and the it, it's not autographed, but the card not graded at the, at, the, at its highest right now to date is 575. Now, maybe some people might say, "Well, shit. Almost $600. Like that's a lot of money." And you'd be right. I mean, that is a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a piece of cardboard, a little piece of paper. But you look at the price of his cards, you know, last year when he actually played almost a full season and you know, was cranking 40 homers, that card, and I remember it was about $2,200 with no autograph on it. And this is not graded. If it was graded, it'd be so much higher. But 
his cards drastically changed. And that particular card on its lowest end right now is at $425. $425. So, I mean, in the hobby world, like, I like to use this type of phrase where, you know what? That's doable. Like, I, I maybe I can pull together 200 bucks and, you know, sell a couple of cards for 200 bucks. I can give me a Fernando Tatis Bowman rookie at a good price. And I don't know, maybe... People might end up doing that, holding on to it, because when he does come back and if he does ball out the way that Fernando Tatis Jr. is known for, that price is going to go back up to $2,200. And you just, you know, you just made $1,800 just right there just by doing that because he's not playing. His price of the card is going down. And that's just the way hobby works. And it works in reverse. Let's get let's t- let's get to the other player, Aaron Judge. His 2013 Bowman Chrome autograph. I looked it up. It starts at fifteen hundred and fifty dollars. A BGS nine, a Beckett grading service nine point five, is going for about twenty three hundred dollars. And it's rising. It's been rising since the start of the season. Why? Because he's the first guy to hit 30 homers this year. And he will likely run away with MVP for the American League if he stays healthy. That, it, it's going to change. It's going to go up. I can tell you right now, without a doubt, it will go up. Because not only will he win MVP... And, you know, the card will go up in price there. He's going to win awards and he's the card's going to go up in price there. And if the Yankees make a run at the playoffs and, you know, go to said World Series and, you know, win it, the card's going to go up again. And then at the end of the year, if the Yankees offer him a contract, a really hefty one, or he goes to free agency and... Another team offers him a contract, you know, a big hefty one, and signs it. The card's going to go up again. So if someone is selling this card for $2,300, I can guarantee, not guarantee, but I can can make a prediction, a pretty damn good prediction, that when all said and done, at the end of October, whatever the playoff holds when he gets his big contract, that you can put that card out for $8,000 and you will sell it 100% without a doubt. You will sell that card for $8,000. And that's his rookie card. His his first Bowman 2013 rookie card. You will sell that card for that much. That is without a doubt. But And then that's just the hobby game. And you know... In my previous episode, I'm one of those fans that are on anything that like to look ahead, you know, to different things. What if you sell that card for $8,000 all said and done? Someone buys it. Let's say you buy it. $8,000. All right. Nice. I just spent eight grand for this card and I'm hoping that it's just going to go way up for the rest of his career. And the next year comes for 2023 and he's playing for the San Francisco Giants. 
and he's not having a stellar year like he is now or this year, that car's going to go back down because he he's not holding up to, you know, the quote unquote hype anymore. But that's just the hobby game. That's just the way that's just the way it is. But it can work vice versa. If he goes to San Francisco Giants and he has another year just like this one, the price of that card will probably go up another two, three thousand dollars. And now you're sitting on eleven thousand dollar card. So that's just the hobby game. And then back to Fernando Tatis. Like if if he's not if he's not fully healthy, if he's not coming back and you know playing the way he is, if they stick him in the outfield because they don't want to risk him diving all over the place for a ball two feet in front of him on at shortstop, I mean his cards might go down. I mean, he's still a hefty guy to get. I mean, he still has cards that are worth thousands. But as these years go on and these players don't perform, their prices go down because why do I want to pay that much for a guy who's not living up to what he used to be? And that's just the way, you know, collectors think. Now, I don't collect that way. I personally do not collect that way. I collect for me. I don't collect cards for, you know, for future value. But there are collectors that do that. I I never I never knock on them for doing that. You know, everyone collects different. I respect it. And he's just one of those players where at this point in his career, he hasn't played a single game this season. But, you know, he still has prices of cars that are in the thousands. It's kind of weird because if if he doesn't come back the way Fernando Tatis Jr. should be, then those $1,000 cars are going to turn into $100 cards. And, you know, some of those $100 cards are going to turn into $50 cards. And that's just the way the hobby game works. And I picked these two particular prayers because one... One of them is on the road to his first MVP and two and the other guy is, you know, hasn't played a single game this season. So it's very polar opposite to how their career is going for the 2022 season. So this is the, that's the reason why I picked these two other players. And, you know, they're arguably some of the most popular players. You know, Aaron Judge might be, you know, one of the faces of baseball. So could Fernando Tatis. You know, he's very loved in San Diego. Aaron Judge, of course, very loved in the Bronx. So that's the reason why I picked these two particular players for this. Um, You know, I could have picked other players, but I feel like because they're so different in the career that they're doing right now for this year, I they were just the obvious choice. I, I had to pick them. But, um, I mean, that's... That's just how the hobby game works. And it may blow people's minds or maybe, you know, there's some other people out there listening and be like, well, yeah, like that makes 100 percent that you're 100 percent right or that's true. Or, you know, there's other fans that just have the full faith in Tatis where they're like, no, no, no. Like we we buy his cards now because he's going to come back. And you know what? I hope he does because, I mean, he, San Diego loves him. He's a, He's a great player, but that dude's got to stay healthy. And then Aaron Judge, like, I mean, 
I don't think he stays with the Yankees, but that's just my personal prediction. I think he's going to San Francisco. I said this in way earlier episodes, you know, we're talking about Aaron Judge. And but I personally think that he's going to go to San Francisco. And that's just my prediction. And because he went to another team and his Bowman Chrome autograph card is him in a Yankee uniform. I don't know. Maybe that card drops. He doesn't have the same uniform on anymore. I mean, that's just the way the hobby game is. It's so crazy. People fluctuate their prices just because of little things like that. Oh, he's not in the same uniform. Like price goes down and that's just the way it is. It blows people's minds or it it's like, well, yeah, like we all know that. And then there's some that just don't. And, and like I said, it, it does, it blows people's minds. Um, but I mean, that's, that's, that's the most I got on these two guys. I just wanted to go over a little bit of prices changed and the way it can happen in their career. Um, especially for this year, since this is, you know, a big career for Aaron judge and, you know, a not so great career for, or a season for Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, but moving on to, um, one of, or no, not one of the all time favorite product of mine from tops is his top stadium club. And again, like I, you know, I like to do it sometimes add a little context to it. Tops stadium club. The entire card is a photo uh, very minimal, you know, design for the name and, you know, borders, all that stuff. There's none of that. It's an entire card. That's a photo. And in my personal opinion, they have the best photographs in, I'm just going to say, in all of sports cards. I'm just going to say, fight me on it. I don't care. But Top Stadium Club is on a league of its own. Um, I love the photos they put out. They have autographs, on-card autographs. Um, but they're just... And they really showcase, you know, sometimes you can see emotion in players when these photos get put out. They just have great photos. Um, the set size for this year is a 300 card set. so not very big. Um, okay, this, this is the weird one. It's a release date. It had on the Beckett website that it to be July 6th. It's not July 6th anymore. And I don't have a box. So that goes to show that it's on a little bit of a delay, which understandable for the past couple of years, products have been on a delay. So now I wouldn't say I saw that coming, but uh, it's expected, you know, it might be, but no harm, no foul. It's fine. Uh, but I, maybe it might come out at the end of July and I will get it. Uh, I always get it. I get it every year, mainly because I love looking at the cards. I love building the set I'll put them in a binder and I'll, put them with my other sets from stadium club. That's what I do. Um, but, uh, hobby box comes with, uh, two autographs on card, uh, one Chrome card. It's got a box topper, which I think they did it for the last two years. And, you know, fans, we love box toppers. They're awesome to get. And, you know, it's going to run about 170, 180 a box. So, not very, not very expensive. I mean, it's still over a hundred dollars, or or even over a hundred fifty dollars. But you know, it it's doable. It's, I mean, <laughs> compared to twenty four hundred dollars, it's doable. Um, but I again, I'm I, I will I will get Stadium Club for this year. 
and you, and who knows I'm those me opening those boxes might be on YouTube pretty soon but we'll get there when we get there but I will get these boxes um if you guys are listening like look up Sadium Club for the past couple of years they just got some amazing photos the best photos they got I don't know they just got amazing shit in there I love Topps Stadium Club it's my all-time favorite product from any company from any company um but I think I think that'll be it for for this episode again very you know more hobby driven than uh baseball driven but I, I did throw in there you know like talking about Tatis and Judge about how their um their season's going for this year and you know their fluctuation of their cards is going on right now it's it's very significant I know they're very judge right now is just very sought after right now. I mean, looking at all the the sold items on eBay, I mean, his are going and it doesn't matter what card it is, like whether the one I mentioned or, you know, from newer products or older products, his stuff is moving. It it is really, really moving. And, you know, and it's all because he's having the, the year that he is. He might win an MVP. He might be on another team. He's going to get a big deal. And that's just that's just how it goes for the hobby game. That that's just the way it is. And you know, it's and that's just one of the reasons why I love this hobby, because you never know what's gonna happen with this shit. And you know, it can be very unpredictable. And you know, it's a gamble sometimes. It's a gamble. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this particular guy because I know maybe he might turn out to be you know ten time All Star or what have you. And he doesn't. You took a gamble on him and you lost. Or if it does happen, you took a gamble on them and you won. That's just the way the hobby is. And love it or hate it, but, you know, it's it's part of the sports. It's part of all sports, not just baseball. That's just, that that's how it goes. So, uh, but it, again, like everyone collects different. Um, I've met all types of different collectors. I have nothing against any, any other, uh, any of them. Uh, there are some that I feel like, well... Those type of things don't really sit well with me, but you know what? I'll talk about that on another episode because that's that could be a whole episode on its own. But I think that'll do it. That'll do it for episode number uh, seventeen. Um, thank you for watching, and or not watching, dumbass. Uh, thank you for listening. I don't know. Maybe maybe that will be a hint for future. Thank you for watching. Who knows? But again, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you in the next one.